Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, Joshua chapter two. And if I were to give this one a title, I think it would be God can redeem anybody. (laughs) We're going to see who he redeems today. And if he can redeem this lady, any of us have got a shot at this. Okay. (laughs) But as always, before we do that, if you like what we're doing here, make sure that if you're watching this on the YouTubes, you like, share, and subscribe this, make sure you are leaving us a comment. And I want to know if you are watching this on the YouTube, what should I do to my background? I'm trying a couple different things. I want to make it look good. You let me know. If you're listening to this on the podcast, ignore everything I just said, (laughs) because you are my favorite. I want you to do me a favor though. I want you to go and give us a five-star review. It really does help us get the word out. And then for all of you, we want to make sure we can find a way to do community together. And I know not everybody does the same kind of social media. But if you do the YouTubes and you do the podcast, try to do the Facebooks and go to our Bible breakdown discussion. We have got a growing team of people that are doing devotions on these every day. And they're doing amazing. They're doing so much better than what I do. So make sure you are going there and you are doing that. And last but not least, we want to let you know that I put out a... Bible Breakdown Extra every week as a newsletter. i tell you what my favorite one was for the week to do. I give you some extra resources to dive deeper in your walk with God and just try to enrich your relationship with God. Because the reason we read God's Word is so we can know God more every day. And the more we dig, the more we find. And that's going to be especially true in Joshua. So we're going to dive into this today. So as I'm talking, I want you to go ahead and get Joshua chapter 2 open in your Bibles, your NLT Bibles, get your cup of coffee ready. We're going to dive into this. And remember what this is. Joshua was the protege of Moses. Moses is dead. He is gone. It is now time for the nation of Israel to cross over the Jordan River and take all the promises that God has given them. But one of the things we learn in Joshua is promises They're not like a get-out-of-jail-free card, Monopoly, where you just lay that down and God does the rest. A good way of thinking of the promises of God are God's open doors with God's help. God is going to open up these doors. He's going to give us his opportunity. We have to take the next step, which is why the very first chapter of Joshua, he finds out three times that God's word for him was be strong and courageous. In other words, have the ability and have the willingness to take the next step. And if you'll do that, God will be with you. And so now, here they go. They're going across the Jordan, and the first city they come to is a city that many of us know have been around church, and it's a city called Jericho. Now, one of the things that made Jericho so interesting is, honestly, Jericho is one of the oldest cities in history. Did you know that? Like They have been able to look and be able to dig down and see how many, just at this point, thousands of years old the city of Jericho actually is. And this city was around during the time of Joshua. And one of the things it was known for is having these massive walls. It's one of the reasons why it was able to last so long is you simply couldn't invade this place without a miracle. Turns out God knew exactly what he was doing. But these walls were so big that you actually, they would, they would meet into homes. And so homes would be built into these. And so it actually looked like the home would be part of the wall, that you could actually live in the wall. That's how big these walls really were. Well, there's a lady who's living in a wall, 
and she's going to help, and it's going to be awesome. So without doing anything else, let's read Joshua chapter 2. I'm going to stop along the way, and there's a very interesting connection with Jesus that somebody has in this chapter, but I bet you won't know who it is. You ready? Here we go. Joshua chapter 2, verse 1 says this. Then Joshua secretly sent out two spies from the camps of Israel at Acacia, at the Acacia Grove. He instructed them to scout out the land on the other side of the Jordan River, especially around Jericho. So the two men set out and came to the house of a prostitute named Rahab and stayed there that night. Now, we're not going to speculate what they did. I'm sure they were just telling her about Yahweh and what a wonderful God he was. All right, moving on. Verse 2. But someone told the king of Jericho, some Israelites have come here tonight to spy out the land. So the king of Jericho went and sent orders to Rahab and said, Bring out the men who have come into your house, for they have come here to spy out the whole land. Rahab had hidden the two men, but she replied, Yes, the men were here earlier, but I didn't know that they were where they were from. They have left the town at dusk as the gates were about to close. I don't know where they went. If you hurry, you can probably catch up with them. Actually, she had taken them to the roof and hidden them beneath bundles of flax that she had laid out. So the king's men went looking for the spies along the road leading to the shallow crossings of the Jordan River. As soon as the king's men had left, the gates of Jericho were shut. And one of the reasons why it was shut, by the way, is because they knew Israel was coming. And they were not going to leave But they also didn't want to pick a fight with Israel. So verse 8, before the spies went to sleep that night, Rahab went up to the roof to talk with them. Listen, I know the Lord has given you this land, she told them. We're all afraid of you. Everyone in the land is living in terror. For we heard how the Lord made the dry path for you through the Red Sea when you left Egypt. And we know what you did to Sihon and Og, the two Amorite kings east of the Jordan River, whose people you completely destroyed. No wonder our hearts have melted with fear. No one has the courage to fight after hearing such things. For the Lord your God is the supreme God of the heavens above and the earth below. Now, swear to me by the Lord that you will be kind to me and my family since I have helped you. Give me some kind of guarantee that when Jericho is conquered, you will let me live along with my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and their families. Now notice, she already knows. Man, we're toast. (laughs) So she's not saying, if you happen to win. She's saying, when you kill us fools, (laughs) I need to know you're going to let us live. Look what they say. We offer you our own lives as a guarantee for your safety, the men agreed. If you don't betray us, we will keep our promise and be kind to you when the Lord gives us this land. You see that swagger in them, man, they are ready. Verse 15. Then, since Rahab's house was built into the town wall, she left them, let them drop down by a rope through the window. Escape to the hill country, she told them. Hide there for three days from the men searching for you. Then, when they have returned, you can go your way. Before they left, the men told her, We will be bound by the oath we have taken only if you follow these instructions. When we come into the land, you must leave a scarlet rope hanging from the window through which you have let us down. And all your family members, your father, mother, brothers, and all your relatives must be here inside the house. If they go out into the street and are killed, it's not our fault. But if anyone lays a hand on the people inside this house, we will accept the responsibility for their death. 
If you betray us, however, we are not bound by this oath in any way. I accept your terms, she replied, and she sent them on their way, leaving the scarlet rope hanging from the window. The spies went up into the hill country and stayed there for three days. The men who were chasing them searched everywhere along the road, but finally returned without success. And the two spies came down the hill country, crossed the Jordan River, and reported to Joshua all that had happened to them. The Lord has given us this whole land, they said, for all the people in the land are terrified of us. So they're getting ready to go, but they still just, you can see very easily that God has taught Joshua through Moses. Because if you remember, when the nation of Israel was halfway there, you know, in the book of Numbers, Moses sent spies over just to investigate the land. So he's been taught well. Joshua, just like his predecessor, has sent spies just to see the land. And what has he found out? That everybody has heard. Like this is like a this is like a junior high, yo, know, classroom. Everybody done talking about everybody. <laughs> everybody knows what's going on, and everybody is terrified. And so they say, "We will protect you, Rahab, and your whole family, if you will do this for us." Now, you want to know something that's very interesting? I'm going to go ahead and give you a spoiler warning. They do take over Joshua. I bet Josh. They take over Jericho. One of these people, we don't know who, takes Rahab. She converts to Judaism. She marries someone, and she becomes in the lineage of Jesus. She ends up marrying somebody. And when you look in Matthew chapter 1, you're reading through there, you're going to read one of the first ladies' names is Rahab. A lady who was born not a Jew and was in prostitution joins up with the people of God and becomes the great, 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 great grandfather of Jesus Christ. You know what that means for me? It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, or what mess you've gotten into. God can still redeem you. He can still take what is old, what is dead, and what is broken and make it new again. You are one good decision away from changing everything. So I want to ask you, what is that decision? Is there something you need to stop fighting and turn over to the Lord? Is there something you need to trust God with? Is there a promise from the Lord that you have just been hanging on to like a get-out-of-jail-free card? But it is time to have strength and courage and realize that God's plan is an open door. Our God's promises are open doors. And then His ability to help you take the next step and you do it. What is it that you need to do? Because you are one good decision away from God changing everything. Let me pray for us, and we'll be done for today. Father, thank you so much. The Lord, you don't use our yesterdays to determine our future. But every one of us that are part of this podcast right now is one good decision away from something great happening in our lives. I pray, God, you will help us to know that next step and to take that next step into everything you're doing for us. I thank you for that in Jesus' name. My prayer for you is Joshua chapter 21, verse 45, that says this, Not a single one of all the good promises of the Lord had given was left unfulfilled. Everything he had spoken came true. My, my prayer for you is that today all the promises of God will be true in your life. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for Joshua chapter 3. Mm-hmm.